Hello and welcome to the Hefferbrew Podcast, emptying your queue, what to stream during a quarantine. I'm Cameron Heffernan and this is Dustin Brewer. <laughs> <laughs> I was just looking away. I wouldn't have ever noticed. I know, that was too good to know too. Um, today, we are talking about Candyman. I tried. That was, yeah, That was like, was that your impression? That was, I yeah. Okay. Candyman. I don't know. <laughs> it's I a can't. little bit better. Yeah, I don't, th- yeah. Candyman. No one can do it like Tony Todd. Candyman. <laughs> yeah, Candyman. Candyman. <laughs> if that was his voice. If that was the voice during the other. I'm Candyman. I'm so good. I'm gonna kill you. All right, we're done with that one. All right, that's it. We're moving on. <laughs> So we're talking about Candyman here uh, today, the uh, 1990? 1991. 1991 horror film uh, that I, for some reason, thought was directed by John Singleton, but wasn't. I could see that, though. Yeah. I I I really, I was like, I thought this was a John Singleton movie for some reason, but uh, it was not. I don't even think he produced. I don't think so either. (laughs) What do you think of that? It was 1992. 92, okay. And it was directed by Bernard Rose. Yeah. And so, uh, Candyman, it's a classic. Classic urban legend. Urban legend. Um, you say his name in the mirror five times. It's like Bloody Mary. Turn out the lights and he comes and kills you with his hook hand. His hook hand. And uh, it's this uh, this grad student wants to research it. Played by Virginia Madsen. Like, talk about out like an overqualified actress. Yeah. For a horror movie role in the okay. early 90s. But it's played this grad school school student by played by Virginia Madison is like I gotta research the Candyman, and she meets all these people and she compiles all this evidence of people like circumstantial like yeah I had a friend who did it and then they just disappeared but they didn't just disappear like their whole bloodline disappeared you up on this candy you're like you're, I'm like yeah. let's go Candyman yeah. and uh, well no it's like because everyone warns her. Everyone. Every person she oh, talks to, absolutely. Is There's like, even a pimp that comes out that goes by the moniker of Candyman that whoops her ass and tells her basically to like not be looking. Hey, into Candyman. stop what you're doing. Yeah, and she's like, no. She's like, no. Let me get my best friend and I, and it's, we're gonna stand in the mirror. And she do really it. doesn't start like, like some freaky shit happens. Some crazy shit happens. Well, and first shit she does really... it. She says Candyman five times. Yeah, nothing happens. And nothing happens. And she's like, see, joke. Ha. There we go. And uh, then from there, pretty much shit goes awry for her every single at every single turn. It doesn't just go awry; it goes about as terribly as you could possibly. Yeah, she yeah. like gets beat up by this pimp dude who calls himself the Candyman and carries a hook with him. He does carry a hook with him. Then she wakes up one morning after thinking she's seen the Candyman covered in blood at her friend's house. It's the first. It's the first instance where he like shows himself to. He's her. like, look. He's like, I am the you've been man. uh you've been spreading lies about me and now people doubt me. And now I have to kill everyone. Yeah, he's to like, make myself feared again. This is your fault. Let's go. Yeah. And Which so, is really like Come on. What are he, you doing here? He wants the clout. He wants the rep. No, he wants the clout, definitely, but she like I don't know. It's just a lot of terrible decision making. She oh yeah, she's very much like I don't know. In the name of a research paper. That's what I was going to ask you. gets written. How many, like, how long would you have gone on investigating? It's, say, so, like, say it's not even a research paper. Say so you're a journalist. It's your job. This isn't the time of the internet. You get, no, it's not the time of the internet. So you have to go really, like, research. You get put on the Candyman beat. Some of your editors, like Cameron, hey, 
got a lot of lot of lot of buzz coming so, in about this Candyman story again. So right off the bat, here's what I'm gonna do. Here's what I'm doing. When I go to uh, Caprini Greens, yes, and I am confronted by a bunch of hostile people who think I'm a police officer, I'm going to tell them I'm not a police officer. I am a journalist. And if you guys want to help me out, I'm not a snitch of any sort. I'm interested in something that happened here a long time ago um, and the legend of Candyman. I think things go a lot better for her in that project than the way it went. Than than having them assume she's a cop who's sneaking around this like I think like part of this project is a drug lab. Yeah, it's like like a giant crime den. Yeah. And she's like, I'm a cop thinking that's going to be like what's going to keep them away. And I would imagine that, no, if you're like, I'm a journalist researching this specific thing, I don't care about anything else. I just want to know about Candyman and Candyman-related things but like and how, not the mer- murderous pimp that you guys think is Candyman, but the legend of Candyman. They how long like, oh. do you keep up with it, though? Like, Do you do, do you stop after you say Candyman five oh, times well, in the mirror? See, do you no, stop when I the don't, pimp hits you in the eye? So I definitely <laughs> stop. See, I don't think the pimp scenario happens to me because maybe I talk to that pimp who has adapted the moniker of Candyman and seen why he has adapted this legend like to use fear. I get that he's using fear, but why Candyman? Does he know of the legend? Has he looked into the legend himself? See, I'm a journalist or I'm doing a research paper. I'm going to research, find out about things involving the community. But do you think he's going to give you a good quote? You think I'm, it's a solid sit down? Um, I think so. If it's gone about with him not thinking you're a cop who's like trying to turn him in. Cause that's what, He's actually thinking when he goes into the bathroom to assault her, she's a cop. That's true. She's yeah. like trying to catch like him. Dig up dirt on Candyman. Yeah, Man. yeah, exactly. She never says, "Hey, I'm looking into the At urban legend no of Candyman." Does she ever just like explain to them? So she's looking in like that. Literally, nothing about what she's doing is serious, no. or detrimental to them. But the way she approaches it with this project, as a white woman who's walking into like this area that she has no idea about, and just walks in there like she knows everything, that's that that's the problem. Yeah. I have a side note here that's, too. This is what white women do all the time. They just One walk thing. into something, think they're gonna save the fucking world. And they're not. They're just making things worse for everyone around them because that's what she does. So she thinks she's saving the world. She just gets a bunch of poor black people killed in this project, and that's all white women ever do. One, I'm I'm just kidding. <laughs> so one thing that I noticed, and it's got nothing to do with the movie at all, but I couldn't stop thinking about it once I thought it. Is did you get struck with the fact that young Virginia Madsen looks exactly like Gillian Anderson from the X Files? She does. That's there was who a couple I times I thought it was her. Second. Um. Are we allowed to talk about how hot she was? I mean, that's that's your call. That's okay. She was. You just said white women are terrible. So yeah. Oh, I'm not saying they were terrible. I'm just saying that they have a problem with going into something they don't understand and pretend like they do. That's better. And they're trying to make a difference, and they're not. They just make it worse for the people around. That's much them better. And just make themselves feel better. A lot of people do that. Not just white women. There we go. Okay. So then, Candyman's <laughs> origin story. Do you remember his origin story? Yes, which is real dark. Is it? He's a former slave uh, who um, has sex with, or he is a slave who has sex with the master's daughter. Because she's in love with him. Because she's in love with him. And then they, the, the uh, master finds out, master finds out, says it was rape, and then has like the clan round him up. They 
cut off his arm and then stuff bees down his throat. They they cut off his arm and stuff the the hook in the stump. And then they cover him in honey and let him get stung to death by bees. Yes. And then they light it on fire. And then they burn him, yeah. They put him on a pyre and burn him. Like I don't know cuz watching this back I was trying to decide is this the worst origin story of any of the traditional movie slashers? Yes. Because this dude did yeah. nothing wrong. No, absolutely not. This is, yeah. This dude is purely Well, okay, okay. None of them actually did well, no, no. Michael Myers did something wrong. Freddy Krueger Jason... did something wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about Freddy's origin story. Okay, so Freddy and Michael Myers definitely did something wrong. Leatherface probably. Uh, yeah, definitely, but Leatherface is a again, he's Maybe Leatherface, the person behind the mask, could have been a normal person if he wasn't living with that family. I don't know. Uh, it's a family. It's like a death cult family. But Jason is some voodoo. So the mom was legit in the first one. The mom had a decent axe to grind. She had a decent axe. Granted, she went about it the wrong she way. She went about it the wrong way in killing people who had nothing to do with killing her son. But. She was legit. Jason himself was left to die. His vengeance makes sense. Watched his mom get beheaded. Exactly. He's a little uh, special needs kid. Uh, and, you know, no one cared about him. They let him drown. And When those movies hit streaming, it's game over for this show. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be like, hey. This they're is... in some rights hell, though. Hey, hey here's 10 that's... days of Empty Your Queue, Friday the 13th. Because I think that's why they're not on anything. I think so, too. And that's why that the newer one is the only But that's coming off, I think. Well, because someone said, I heard someone say once that like 100 different people own the rights to it. Some crazy shit. Yeah. Because like each movie has different owners or something like the. The first and the second one, I don't think, are owned by the same people. I like, think different it, characters are owned by different. Exactly. But anyways, it's some Candyman. Wild shit. Back so, to Candyman. So Candyman's like that's the harshest origin story, right? And like once you know, one hundred percent, yeah. Once you know, hey, this. Wait, is, what is Hellraiser's? He's a Nazi. Yeah. Yeah. God damn! I gotta pay more attention to these origin. It's stories. dark for these horror these horror origin stories. Okay, so he's got the worst. Candyman's one. the most justified. And when you see it and it's justified, you kind of start to. Not understand, but like you can like. By the way, the theme of this movie is how white people come into black neighborhoods and stuff, and like just fuck their shit and up, thinking they're everything. doing the right thing. Yeah, like that, I was just going on some crazy rant earlier. That is the theme of this movie. So then, with that in mind, with that in mind, is this the first time that a horror movie had ever been like, "Hey, this person screwed up. You're gonna pay the price," and then they actually pay the price. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, movie... in a way, it's like the monkey paw tale. Mm-hmm. Like, it's it's effectively that the wish, the wishes. But this is she like she. It's the genie. She rubbed the lamp and opened the wrong fucking genie. So then, all right, last couple things here on our talking points for it. So there's a part in the movie where she ends up getting arrested because they think she's she gets killing arrested these like people. three times. They think she's killing these people. Yeah. And this is well because okay, so they think she's killing these people because every time these people die, she's there covered in blood, screaming about not knowing, screaming what about not knowing what happened. Oh my god, literally covered in this the blood of the victim. So there's a scene where the best friend gets killed and she's there, and the best friend gets really killed. Oh, she, so <laughs> much so that she's turned white and purple. Yeah, like it's it's is... unbelievable. <laughs> yeah, like 
and it seems really racist like the way her body looks is like the like in a movie that's really delicate with race and race relations it's like the idea that black people turn really ashy and purple when they die is the way her corpse looks yeah <laughs> it's rough it's really bad but they take her to the jail they are like all right you're coming with us and she's still covered in blood yeah like she's covered head to toe in this blood yeah and the lady officer with her is like all right we got to search you take off your shirt and this girl's like can i call my doctor can i see my doctor covered in blood screaming through tears and the lady's like, just take off your shirt. All right, take off your bra. All right, drop the pants. All right, underwear, let's go. And like this whole time, Virginia Madsen's just standing there covered in blood and like screaming and yelling and crying. And the officer is just ruthless. I don't know. Well, yeah, I mean, she just murdered two people. To them, and she's yeah. she's covered in their blood. So I'm not really going to be too sympathetic towards the person who just hacked open her best friend allegedly she did it innocent until proven guilty i get it Candyman did it and no, then just left her there Candyman is just an excuse she uses to kill people she goes crazy in her search for Candyman, and she's killing these people that that got deep there i'm we just go. saying that's one way to interpret she it. kidnaps the baby she puts it in that funeral pyre <laughs> and <laughs> she kills her best friend because she can't cope with the fact that she figures out that her husband is cheating on her. She gets and replaced. has been cheating on her. She oh, gets replaced so fast. So fast. So she goes to jail. Fast. And they're like, hey, we're going to put you in an but institution. But I get it, though. Like, okay. So maybe he had her waiting in the wings. But at the same time, though, what if this is a he's a renowned, like, psychologist, isn't he? He's a teacher. Yeah. He's Whatever. Like, yeah. Oh, he's a teacher. So there you go. He's got yeah. a student. She heard about the crazy wife. Oh, I'm so sorry. Let me hang out with you. And then bing, bang, boom. Two weeks later, she's moved in. Like two weeks later. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like this, yeah. poor, this poor grad student's life gets so derailed. She derails her own life by going on some cuckoo chase for Candyman. Hey, I need to cover Candyman. It's like if I went on some crazy chase for Bloody Mary and was like, I'm going to Massachusetts. Or wherever Bloody Mary started. So, all that considered, Candyman's one of the best, right? Like, you would recommend it to Yes. To oh, God, yeah. Even though we've been rambling about other nonsense through this whole thing. Um, yeah, I know. Candyman it was pretty good. It's pretty brutal. Um, it wasn't as brutal as I remembered. But the body, when it shows the bodies, which it doesn't show a lot, actually. Only, like, once or twice, I think. Yeah, they're pretty, like, it's old school effects, so it's really crude. But, like, they just show everything. They're yeah. like, here you go. Yeah. But like I said, her friend, who's a black lady, when her body looks really, like, it's like they didn't know <laughs> that <laughs> like, everybody bled the same. Yeah, exactly. Or, like, I don't know. It just looks weird. It do, it's Yeah, it's off-put. It's really jarring. Yeah. You'll, <laughs> you'll notice it for sure. But this is one of those, like, you don't need, like, spoilers don't really matter. You're just going to watch it and be... Entertain. You'll probably see where it's going every step of the way, but uh, yeah, it's just so well done. And Tony Todd is just so good oh, as yeah, Candyman. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't pop up until like 44, 45 minutes in. No, yeah, you get a lot of her researching and talking about her research paper and all that kind and of stressing stuff. stressing about it. a lot of smoking. A lot of smoking. They are yeah. like in a restaurant, the, like her and her husband and a couple of people on like a double date. I miss that shit. And everyone's smoking. Like they're all smoking. The re the waiter walks over like, oh, do you need more time? I know. Okay. And they're all just smoking away. I Every wish. one of them. I miss that shit. 
I wish there were just like restaurants where you could just have a cigarette in with your after your meal. I don't even smoke cigarettes, but I miss that. I used to smoke cigarettes. So I got I have some Candyman trivia for you. To Ooh. Wrap this up. You ready for this? Yes. To achieve the trance-like state that Virginia Madsen's character would go in in her scenes with the Candyman, the film crew had her hypnotized on set and gave what? her a trigger phrase for those I scenes. I don't know the trigger phrase if that's what you're going to ask. No, I'm not saying do you know the trigger. I'm saying they would give her a trigger phrase, say it so she'd get hypnotized, and then start rolling on the scenes with Candyman and her. Wow. And she got so uncomfortable with it that they had to stop. That sounds like some made up crap. That would okay. not fly today, right? Uh no. No. I don't think it would. Unless it was like that like I could see someone doing that, but they brought their own hypnotist in and, right. they were like, and all that. Jared stuff. Leto. Like this is how I get you. Oh, God It'd be Jared Leto, right? It'd absolutely be Jared Leto. And then okay, so here's the next one. Do you know who was considered for Candyman before Tony Todd was cast, but they deemed him too short because he was five foot nine? Eddie Murphy? Yeah, Eddie Murphy. Can you picture him as the Candyman? Really? Yeah, Eddie really? Murphy. Eddie Murphy. Really? Are you serious? 100% serious. Really? Yes. No shit. Because I was just thinking, I was like, because they, they'd have to keep it a black dude because of the backstory. And I feel like the only famous black dude who's like 5'9 back then is Eddie Murphy. Do you think wow. he could do it? No. <laughs> God, No. Those like long winded monologues he gives about like love and life and, and loss and pain and, and pain and like all and like I don't even know. God no, that sounds. I hope there's an audition tape out there that I w- we can find. That'd be incredible. Yeah. So then also for the the bulk of the series for the entire series, which was four movies, and now a new reboot that's coming out uh, this year sometime. Oh, maybe why we're doing this. <laughs> um. Tony Todd, who plays the Candyman, negotiated himself a $1,000 bonus for every time he got stung by a bee on set for one of the movies. No shit? Yeah. That's awesome. Isn't that good? That's pretty good. Because it seems like he does that bees in the mouth thing. Every movie. Yeah. Well, yeah, he had to do that. It was like trained bees or sedated bees or something. Yeah. But he, like, all the bee effects are real bees. That's what it looked like. And then they, like, computer multiplied the amount. But it was, like, real bees. Yeah, because I know know he's not going to have, like, a fucking hive in his mouth. It's just what it looks like at the end. But um, it looked like practical effects when watching it. That's the other thing is there's a lot of – it's cool – it's still in that period when like practical effects is king. Oh yeah, and so, they're like figuring things out, making it look real. Yeah, whatever. yeah. It's a lot of legitimacy to it. Yeah, which definitely makes it more more impactful, more horrifying. Really, it is. Yeah. So. So then, last thing here that I have for you, the uh, the scene in the bathroom where Candyman's hook punches through the mirror. They didn't tell Virginia Madison that was about to happen. Oh, really? So his fist just came through and they were rolling and that was the actual, that was her legitimate reaction was to scream and run. Oh, wow. And she ran off of the set. Like she literally just ran almost out of the studio. Oh, wow. (laughs) Like she was so terrified. That's cool. Which got me thinking, this movie sounds like it was just, they tortured Virginia Madsen. Maybe. For 30 days and filmed a movie. And and violent punch throughs of hook hands. And yeah. That's terrible. But also that gets a good reaction. I think for movies like this, it makes sense. 
it's always like sucky to hear about like tormenting of actors or something but right like hey we're not gonna tell her any not of really though i'm lying it doesn't i don't feel bad about that it's a little dark eh. they got paid a lot of money i don't know about 1992 how much money it's probably still more money than the average american was making so before we launch into that whole thing <laughs> any parting thoughts on Candyman? Uh, it's a good movie. It's very interesting. It has a lot to say for a horror movie, which is cool. Um, it deals a lot with race and everything, and and know, it does it in a really nice yeah. way. Yeah, like, not nice because it's a horror, like it's a bad topic. And this but is like, around the time of like Rodney King, the Rodney King riots, and everything. <laughs> so race conversation and things of that nature were very privy or pre- prevalent, right? Uh, in in the culture. Uh, at the time so it really you know it It handles it all well it handles it better than you would expect so there there we go that is on netflix right now so go ahead and stream Candyman if you're a fan of those slasher movies um those other ones we mentioned like the friday the 13th the halloween uh nightmare on elm street any of those if you're looking for a good slasher and you've never seen Candyman, or you have seen it and just want to get prepared for Whatever the uh, the remake the remake reboot sequel is from Jordan Peele coming up this year, I know he produced it, um, but they haven't really given a whole lot away on how it's actually connected. So we'll see. Um, but there we go. Yeah. Any any last thoughts? No, but yeah, here it is. Where he's like, uh, he's like, you fucked it up. I am the writing on the wall, the whisper in the classroom. Without these things, I am nothing. So now, I must shed innocent blood. Come with me. Can you do me a favor? Can you read it in your best Eddie Murphy <laughs> impression? <laughs> no. No, I can't. Um I uh I can do it in my best Vinnie Barbarino impression. That's not no, it's okay. I am the writing on the wall. I don't know. Alright, guys. Know. I be can't, sure. I can't do impressions when it's like to rate and review us to do it subscribe wherever you get your podcasts uh shoot us an email let us know what you're watching it's uh the movie mailbag at gmail.com and we will i'm riding on the wall the whisper in the classroom without these things i'm nothing so now i'm gonna shed innocent blood come with me and (laughs) that was good (laughs) i was like okay If you started out with Shrek, you can kind of get into the Eddie Murphy. So thank you guys, and we will be back. (laughs) 